Welcome, everyone, to the New Earth Mavens podcast, where you're reminded of what you forgot to remember that you've known all along. I'm Fanny, and on today's show, I want to discuss mirroring. And you might have looked at the title of this episode called Mirroring, Mirroring on the Wall. So before I even get started into this, I want to address that. Mirror, mirror on the wall. I guess that would be from Sleeping Beauty. Who's the fairest of them all? This has been around for eons. And yet somehow, when you look at it now, it is called Magic Mirror on the Wall. Now, I know this is only one example of many things that are going on that isn't the same way it used to be. So I just want to address that. So when you look at the title and go, well, shouldn't it be magic mirror on the wall? No, it shouldn't. And so what would explain that? I think we've jumped timelines. I'll get into that more another time, but that is the best explanation of what we know as the Mandela effect. So now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about mirroring. Spiritual mirroring in particular, where the universe is always showing you how you're doing on the inside. And if you haven't done your inner work, it might come as quite a revelation because becoming aware of what your mirrors reveal, well, it can often be the entry point where you begin exploration and discovery of your true self. So strap in, my friends. Let's get this started. The universe is always communicating with us through synchronicities, or you might call coincidences, but hey, there's no coincidences. Music lyrics can communicate messages from the universe to us as well. Something you overhear just as people are walking by you on the street. Your dreams will communicate and thoughts. We have random thoughts all through the day, but sometimes they stand out. That's communication sometimes. And of course, animals. Animals communicate through the universe with us all the time. So many people have stories to tell about that, myself included. One of the biggest ways that the universe communicates with us is through mirroring spiritual mirroring. See yourself in others as they mirror you, but know that you are a mirror for others as well. Mirroring was one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around. I think because the ego gets in the way. The ego doesn't want you to evolve. It likes you to be just where you are, where you're safe. It can keep an eye on you, but when you're doing things that are going to create expansion, it really wants to not let it happen. And then you think, how can what this person's doing be about me in any way? How can they be a mirror of me? They're the bad guy here, right? It took a long time. It took years for me to figure this out, but I did. And I tried to wrap my head around it and I couldn't. So I just walk away from it for a bit, week, two, three, maybe a month or so. And then it would come back in again and something would make me aware that there was mirroring happening. And then I would look at it again. How is this reflecting me? And I worked on it and I worked on it. And now, now I get it. And so 
I want to share it with you so it doesn't take you a really long time before you understand it, because it's honestly one of the most useful tools you will have to expand your consciousness and navigate your world. So why is mirroring a good thing to be aware of? Why even bother considering it? Well, my favorite is that it's proof that I'm connected to the divine, that I'm loved, and I'm given compassionate ways for my soul to grow. It's always compassionate, and it comes into your awareness. It's not completely in your face. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it has to be, but mostly it's it's pretty subtle. But it also serves as a guidepost for your healing, as well as your evolution as a spiritual being. You personally grow a lot, like a lot, when you realize your entire world is your classroom. Becoming aware of mirroring requires you to willingly expand your consciousness and become aware of your environment and the people in it. It reveals an awareness of yourself of who you truly are and most uncomfortably repressed emotions that you may have. But you will also become aware of the presence of grace. That's the intelligence and the compassion that's behind all of this. So for example, notice for a moment, if in your world, nobody seems to give you support, but instead criticizes you, it just gives you a hard time. Everybody seems to do that. Pause for a moment and think, are you in your corner? It really can be such a light bulb moment because we can be our own worst critics and we don't even know it. We're just pummeling ourselves with negative ideas, negative thoughts. Are you in your corner? Mirroring, we learn, it's not them. It's them showing us. Everybody's a gift. Isn't that amazing? So mirroring has become mainstream. One of the reasons why it was so hard to wrap my head around was it was such an abstract concept. But mirroring has come into mainstream with people like Chris Voss, for example. He had that book about negotiations, and he's a successful hostage negotiator. And mirroring the statements of the hostage taker seems to make them feel heard, but doing it in a more gradually calming voice will tend to bring them down in their intensity. And it develops trust with the negotiator. And it takes the volatility and unpredictability out of the equation. So it's a really excellent strategy. It's brilliant. And an expert understanding in human behavior is crucial, I would think, to bring a positive result. So you can't be just a smooth talker and know what to say. You've got to know your human behavior and be one step ahead. In this instance, it works really well. Dating is also part of mirroring in our modern culture. So it's a well-known dating strategy because, well, that's what it is. It's in all the playbooks. And narcissists do it when they want to capture their prey. They're very strategic about mirroring. And salespeople, they also employ this strategy because, well, it's disarming for the customer to see them 
be just like they are. So a lot of times in genuine encounters, people mirror without even knowing it because, well, their feelings are true. And it just naturally happens, particularly, I'd say, in love connections. But close bonds as well. Awkward people trying to find love. Learn this strategy on the dating tips you can find online pretty much anywhere. But it's important to discern between these instances of mirroring. When someone's doing it to you, are they sincere? A mind that is present and a heart that is open will assist you in determining that. So let's talk about spiritual mirroring. Reality is always showing the collective, meaning all of us on this planet, how we're doing. A part of the population with a certain mindset or emotion, it's what you're seeing in the headlines. Because headlines reveal the collective thoughts of the masses. And what's happening in the world collectively is a reflection of how each of us feels within. It used to be thought that icons like movie stars and elected officials represented the collective. And we don't think that anymore because these people, they're all selected based on whatever agenda is on the table. Those on the dark side groom and pay their minions to influence by mirroring to their way of thinking. But lightworkers, starseeds, all the people who are heart-centered, they're called from within. It just bubbles up and their interest and focus becomes about helping to uplift everyone out of the darkness. Here's a good way to tell how you're doing on the inside. What does your environment your home, your office, your car look like? Is it messy or tidy? Some people are just messy because they're busy. They might be parents of young people. We're also busy. But people who live with trauma most often have a space that's anywhere from clutter to complete disarray. I recognize that in myself. Couldn't figure it out, but then I did. And as you heal, you see evidence in how your immediate surroundings look. I'm not meticulous, but I can tell I'm healed from my trauma. It's wonderful to get that feedback from the universe. And mirroring shows how well you're healing. People in your personal life are always showing you how they're doing. Are they kind? Are they compassionate? Because that reflects the kindness and compassion within you. What if they treat you horribly? They're critical, toxic, or controlling. Well, it's hard, but look at these aspects within you because they're probably there. And when that happens, it's showing you where you need to heal. If you have negative personality traits, they probably point to somewhere you need to heal. And it probably is located somewhere in your childhood. Mirroring also reveals examples of God's grace. It's so loving. It feels like a doting parent tenderly helping an awkward child. There's no judgment when you're in the energy of grace, only love and compassion. It's very enriching to become aware of grace in your life. She's never far. 
our great qualities are mirrored back to us through others as well. Notice when people show kindness to you. They're reflecting the kind aspects of you. Or if they're fair or honest or humble or compassionate, look for these qualities within you as well, especially if it stands out. Before you become aware of mirroring, you might not see it and think it's just them. You might think you don't even possess these qualities and how lucky you are to hang out with such a good person. But it's you. They're just showing you what a great person you are. We often don't recognize our own good qualities. We certainly are aware of our bad ones. But when we learn mirroring, we see other people showing us that we're pretty terrific. And we can also intentionally mirror kindness and love that we see in somebody back to them, particularly if they're struggling. And if they're struggling, again, they don't realize they possess these wonderful qualities. So it's a really kind thing to do. But when someone is mirroring a bad quality that you recognize in yourself, ooh, it's hurt on the ego. When you recognize someone's bad qualities in you, you've justified treating them badly back because it was all their fault. Oh gosh, this is so hard. It is so hard to take this truth on. It's like purification through fire. But all that's required is awareness and compassion when you make this discovery. But if self-loathing permeates this effort, please seek qualified help so that you can ensure self-love finds its way back to you. Being triggered is directly connected to unsolved pain, but also sees aspects of yourself within these triggers. My mom triggers me like no other. And you might be able to relate to this. And I'm really happy for you if you don't. I've done a lot of inner work, but I was stumped forever trying to figure out why she alone could trigger me like she did. And then I realized that I had some of the qualities within me that I disliked so much in her. That moment, I'm telling you, time stood still. Seemed like hours. This heat just flushed right through my body. I almost couldn't breathe. I was horrified. But I began to change in that instant. It was a leap in self awareness and a leap in healing. I was grateful for it. I became a better person and realized that everyone is a gift. The more you can see yourself in others, the more accepting and compassionate you become of them. And of course, of yourself. You can really connect with your humanity and understanding that we are all on the same journey, that we are all children of God and deserve to be heard and encouraged along the way. And when you think in terms of energy, if you take the outer layer off of everything that exists, all you see are pulses of energy. All you see is that we are all one. So let's talk about mirror work, because that's not something I really ever thought about either. 
It was just an abstract concept. I just could not wrap my head around. But now in modern culture, it's become more prevalent, right? With Chris Voss and and with dating that we were talking about before. But when I had a look at mirror work online, I saw a few videos that used affirmations in their practice. And I thought that's really great. And I'm sure that works for a lot of people. But in these instances, when you're looking at yourself and saying these affirmations, a lot of times you're just trying to convince yourself because deep down you don't believe them and are hoping that through repetition, they'll stick. But I would like to suggest something that has and still works for me. And they're not affirmations. It goes something like this. Look at yourself in the mirror, but gaze mostly in your eyes. Then connect to your heart center by lowering your awareness to your heart chakra, your heart space. Calmly breathe in and out of this space. Good breaths, not shallow ones. Even deep breaths. Calmly breathe in and out of your heart. Doing this will connect you with the intelligence of your heart. Your heart is more intelligent than your brain. And this intelligence is your true self. It's giving you this pep talk. And you'll know it because it will be sincere and compassionate, but firm. And you will resonate with everything that is said on a deeper level. And you'll know it's right for you. So the messages you'll hear might sound something like this. You've got this. That was really hard. You're very brave. I'm so proud of you. Keep going. Mistakes are okay. What did you learn? Will you commit to do better? Your life will be so enriched. And forgive yourself because now that you know better, you'll do better. It feels like the most loving, benevolent friend that totally has your back and best interests at heart. It's the nicest feeling. Well, my friends, that's all I have for you today. I hope you found this episode interesting and helpful. And hopefully there's insight that will help you evolve more fully into the person that resonates with the new heart vibration that's calling us all. And if you did, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and perhaps share this episode with someone that might resonate with it and benefit from it. If you have a question or suggestions of what you'd like to hear on this podcast, my contact is info at newearthmavens.com. I'll be sure to get back to you if you do. I've got my website going now and Instagram at newearthmavens. Doesn't have a lot on it, but I've got some really wonderful stuff I'll be posting soon. The next episode will be uploaded Saturday morning. So until next time, my friends, remember, you've got this. Bye for now.